recording on a special day. It's WrestleMania day one. It should be pretty fun. But we'll, we we can talk about WrestleMania uh, a little bit later. I am here with co-host Quan from the Comeback Spot and a very, very special guest. I vicariously watch all movies through him. I do not even entertain giving anything two hours worth my time if he has not reviewed it. Don Griffin, <laughs> the armchair on tour. How you doing, man? Pretty good, man. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> I... Me and Justin have been talking about getting you on to talk about wrestling for a lot of the New Japan stuff. And then whenever we talk about New Japan ourselves, you're just like, this kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah, man. For I've been like a, a pretty diehard New Japan mark for years. And every year for the last like three or four years, it's just being harder and harder. It's very depressing. Like, I know I'm going to have to cut the cord at some point. I'm going to have to like send Ghetto like a, a Dear John letter, but I'm just not ready to do it yet. <laughs> Uh, as a as a Naito hardcore Naito fan, I felt that for a really long time. It was, and then when it finally happened, I was just like, "Well, it happened." And then you had Kento put his ass cheeks on his chest, and I was just like, "Come on, man! Come on, man!" Naito and finally it, won both belts, and then a global pandemic happened. And I don't think that yeah, I think that, that was too. just God going. You know what? This guy's not a top guy. He's not, he's not meant for <laughs> yeah, in the spot. Yeah, God definitely had to step in. Uh, it's a shame. Uh, but this is, this is an odd war report because, you know, nothing has happened in the past, uh, 24, uh, 24 hours, uh, a day and a half we've been going. Yeah. <laughs> so I think there was something interesting that came out of, uh, night one of NXT. So we can go into the trenches real quick and decided light Quan sent me his PSN. So we're, we're, we're going to see how that goes. I'm gonna see him playing FIFA, and he'd be like, "Well, I don't have FIFA, so no, I, don't, I don't have FIFA. I don't even know <laughs> soccer like that. I just I just finished Miles Morales. Uh, we can't play Miles Morales together. I know, nigga. I'm just saying. <laughs> Look, well, I'm gonna add you. We have no games in common, it's, it's and you fine. are my ass. I'm, I'm gonna buy. I'm gonna buy a game. Whatever you got, I'm on it. All right, uh, I'll hold you to that. But real news, uh, Triple H came out and said that. Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa, Candice LeRae, Pete Dunne, Priest, and other veterans have been producing these uh, these younger talents as matches. And I think that's very nice, man. Uh, I know a lot of us have questioned, you know, what's going on with Candice LeRae in NXT. You know, she's clearly talented, but they're not really having her in any position to hold any belts. Definitely in a Cassius Ono situation, but I definitely think it works. You know, her partnering herself with Indy Hartwell, which, you know, Indy is getting better. And we could talk about that once we get to the card. But I think this is really cool. Yeah, I mean, I kind of think, like, I think a lot of people have always had a bit of anxiety about NXT and how there are so many new people who should be, like, learning and getting better. But because the show is, like, a third brand now, you have to focus on the people who are names who don't really need to get any better than they are. Like Johnny Gargano was like, good. He's like, mm -hmm. that's like, that's the man's like in his prime basically. Uh, so it's cool. They actually have them doing stuff like that. Cause I mean, like, yeah. I don't know. It seems like kind of a parallel between like them having the Drew Gulak, like, you know, helping bad bunny on the main roster. You know what I mean? Like there are a lot of guys who in WWE mainstream eyes, I guess, seem like newbies, but who have been wrestling for like ever, you know, yeah. uh, who are, who are veterans and, are, and have, have useful knowledge. So it's good that they're actually tapping into that. Mm -hmm. Anything on that, Quan? 
Um, I'm not too surprised. I think people forget, like, even when, you know, the PC first opened, it wasn't just training people to wrestle. It was training people to do commentary, training people to produce, training people to referee. So the fact they're still keeping that going, I think that's uh, interesting. I think the interesting name that popped out to me was Pete Dunn because he's so young. I mean, I know he's been at it for a, you know a good amount of years at this point, but he's just so young. You can tell like he really he's really in his bag when it comes to the wrestling thing. Like even at such a, he's he's a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a wrestling damn near genius at this point. At what is mm-hmm. he 26? I think he's like 26 years old. Already producing matches for the, for you know quote unquote younger talent when he's yeah younger talent. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that's insane. And also like I producing stuff and like being a coach and helping people you know it prepares them for life after wrestling because we've seen a lot of life after wrestling and it's not (laughs) glamorous at all it's either you know you go off somewhere and you know kill yourself and on on the indies and you're on the convention circuit yeah you on the grass that uh sit next to virgil yeah (laughs) And I met some really nice wrestlers at the convention, so I'm not going <laughs> to slander the convention. But, you know, and, you know, either doing Blue Chew ads on podcasts or, you know, being a co-host with someone else, you know, stuff like that. And I think this is definitely more <laughs> beneficial to an individual's life and, you know, wellness. So even, you know, they don't have to, when their bodies clearly can't go no more, they're, they can still do what they love and, you know. Shout out to uh, to, uh, Brian Kendrick. I saw a little, uh, the WWE PC uh, YouTube account put out a little video the other day. I guess he's kind of pretty much retired at this point. I didn't know that. It was a real quiet retirement for Brian Kendrick, but he's, I believe he produces a lot of matches for 205 Live now, so. Oh, that's dope. I love Kendrick, man. I'm glad he got that last little bit of run. Like, him and the Cruiserweight Classic, that match with the Bushi was just like, probably my favorite match the entire tournament. So good. Fantastic. So, uh, that is it for in the trenches. Um, oh wait, there's the a uh, the AEW house show that happened. We talked about it a little bit off mic. Uh, all I could really say is there was camera equipment there, so maybe we'll see it in the future, and then we'll probably watch it then. Uh, someone debuted. I do not know how to pronounce their name, <laughs> but they are from DDT Pro. Hope. Uh, we'll see if he's actually on the AEW roster is just like something nice that they decided to like give to the people for Mania weekend. Oh, before we start, um, night two, I just finished watching UK from this week, um, like an hour ago. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Walter and Rampage, it, he, they, they had it, they had a banger. All right, that's... another one for Walter. So, if you, if you got, <laughs> if you guys got a little time, check that out. I, I I wanted to watch it before this recording, but I had to watch the ladder match first. Uh, uh, yeah, because we missed it. Because <laughs> we were recording. <laughs> well, um, I'm sad to see that Rampage Brown did not take it from Walter. He was definitely my guy, but we will see who takes it off him in the future. I will probably be 30 before Walter gets the belt off him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a, a nice uh, Bruno San Martino reign for Walter, make, making yeah. up for all that lost pandemic time. Don, do you remember when he won it? It was NXT no. Takeover New York. That was oh yeah, from from Dunn, right? Maybe Pete yeah. Dunn. He had not lost that belt since then. 
That's insane. <laughs> it's been, it's been, I mean, it's been a really good rain though. I mean, like every right, right. major defense he's had has been really strong. And like, mm. I would love for him to drop it and just come to NXT proper, you know? Um, but I don't know if he's really ready to make that like Florida move or not. Like, yeah, I think still like living where he lives. Low key, I think before a pandemic happened, I think that was the plan. I think he was slowly, they're going to transition him over. As soon as they went to USA and he's on that first episode, I was like, yeah, I think he's going <laughs> to stick around for a little bit. Yeah. W- Walter is a, weird in a well i won't say weird individual but he's like very adamant about like staying in his home country yeah and uh, he, doesn't, he doesn't really like the states uh, uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't blame him <laughs> <laughs> so uh so, soon we're gonna like see him uh post a picture him in his bends in, in a nice uh orlando home mm-hmm. you know it, it's, it's gonna look like uh it's gonna look like um what is it, Natalia's crib off Total Divas? You know what I mean? <laughs> but Walter got bread. I don't know. I don't, hey, <laughs> that may be stacking, man. It looks like it. Uh, but we'll we'll see how it goes. He's young, so he doesn't have to rush uh, anything like that. We we seen it. Um, you know, Millie McKenzie, who is now on NXT UK, she didn't like rush to make the decision to hop to WWE. Um, definitely said that. Well, I'm gonna get him more experience first, and yeah. I thought that, I thought that was. Why, really do, why do you say it like that? Why did you use what? that voice? That was unnecessary. Oh, because she's a child. Because <laughs> <laughs> she, she is a child. I have been watching Millie McKenzie wrestle since she was 17 years old. <laughs> she is a child. That is my oh, daughter. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, but shout uh, shout out to Millie McKenzie. Uh, hopefully, she does great things at NXT UK. But like. Now, let's transition to NXT TakeOver, Stand and Deliver, Night 2. First things first, how'd y'all feel about the Poppy performance? I mean, I, I don't think I actually care about any, like, modern WWE, like, <laughs> celebrity performances, but mm-hmm. I love the ongoing, like, poppy Triple H friendship, where it just seems like, oh. I get the vibe that he actually listens to her music when no one's around, which is super fucking weird, but, like, it seems mm-hmm. it seems right, it seems correct. I, I think, I, I never used to care about, like, celebrity, uh, celebrity performance, uh, or, like, you know, the live performance thing until Aleister Black came out with Code Orange to do his theme. And I think that was like, pretty tight, yeah. Orlando. I was just like, all right, I got to tap in. Not really a big fan of, uh, I think, no, I think it's like Incendiary, like it's Code Orange and like Incendiary. I, I forget. But I was just like, you know, why not? Let me tap in. You know, it costs nothing but time for these streaming services. So when EO came out, or when she came out for EO's performance, I was just like, you know what? I'm going to do an album review as like a joke for the podcast. And I was just like, oh, this shit's actually pretty good. <laughs> like, I'm, re- I'm, I'm really enjoying this. <laughs> so I, I'm a big Poppy fan. You know what the crazy thing about Poppy was? Y'all, don't, y'all know how like, that whole shit started? Like when she oh, first, yeah. first came out, it was, you, know, you got to look into it. It's the wildest story. Like she was like this weird social experiment thing. Like she was literally making pop music first. It was like mm-hmm. really basic pop music, but she also would make these really weird, like cryptic videos that were like 30 seconds long for like mm-hmm. months and months and months. And then I don't know, all of a sudden it just stopped. And then she started making like metal hardcore music out of nowhere. It's yeah, the weirdest and it, story. And it kicks ass. <laughs> Yo, it's the weirdest shit. So when I saw she was like fucking with NXT, 
I was like, that's such a random pairing. What when I uh when she came back, I was just like, oh okay, this is like there's a like now there's a clear relationship established yeah. here. So um NXT when, superstar Poppy. You, know you, you feel me? <laughs> Is Pat McAfee and Poppy? They're like yes. uh, just wrestling, <laughs> the and then it's like Mr. T right under those two. <laughs> I, I I like the Poppy performance a lot. Hopefully, this song. I I want to see how it sounds in the headphones because anything could sound good live. I thought Chance yeah. the Rapper sounded great live, and then I went home. <laughs> I, I I don't I don't want to get confused. But no, uh, <laughs> let let's actually get into the card here. Shasi Blackheart, Ember Moon versus The Way, Candice LeRae, and Indie Wrestling. Or Indie Harlow, whatever you prefer. But I like Indie Wrestling. <laughs> How'd you feel about the match? I was I was I was into it, but I wasn't like crazy for it, honestly. Like I like Ember and Shotzi together because it gives Ember something to do and I just, I like Shotzi. Uh but like part of me is still a little bit bummed that they that the NXT women are having their own tag championship. Like they deserve it. I think it's great. It'll definitely help them develop the women on the show. But I really am gonna miss kind of the idea that the women's tag team titles could just travel all over because I thought it was cool. You know, yeah, and it was kind I of fun too. that every now and again you could I mean, it stopped being fun when the tag champs were like Shane and Naya, but it used to be fun that like mm-hmm. Sasha and Bailey could just roll over to NXT and like have yeah, a match and it would be yeah. cool, you know. But um no, it was, it was solid. I mean I feel I feel like this weird thing about Ember Moon where like I'm glad she's back. I remember like that period where we thought she was never gonna come back, like her career was just like gonna be cut mm-hmm. short. But now that she's back, I'm like, oh, I don't actually care about you like that. I'm not like actually that hyped to watch you wrestle. Even though I think she's good, I just don't feel like a connection to her at all. So like Yeah. It's it's for sure the lack of character. And I when she came out, I thought it was better than what was predicted, because if it was Bo Dallas, kiss my ass. So, <laughs> you, yeah, you remember the Bo Dallas rumors? Yeah, I was just I like, remember. hey, man, spare me, bruh. <laughs> but nah, uh, when when Ember Moon came back for, and she was like doing single stuff for like yeah. that month, like every everything before the Dusty Classic started, I was very excited to see what she would possibly do. But now it's just like, it's cool. Uh, I'm When I look at this tag team, it's the veteran working with, you know, a younger talent. And I'm just mm-hmm. waiting to see, like, how Shotzi Blackheart, like, blossoms after. Um, the match... That's exactly how I feel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, it, it's a parallel for both teams because, you know, I want to see Indy Hartwell really become what she was in Melbourne City Wrestling. And Shotzi Blackheart just, you know, the sky's the limit with her. And Ember Moon and Candice LeRae are two people that are in that veteran spot for these two. Yeah, you know, I, I need Shotzi. I just need Shotzi to slow down. <laughs> Stop I cracking I, her head against my, the. <laughs> my, my anxiety is too high when, I, when that girl wrestles, man. I can't do this. She's she's stressing me out. <laughs> the fact that she bounced back, so she's like the fact that out, she's not bro. injured yet is very scary to me. That's because she's young. Watch me that. Watch me that thirty hit. It's a little different when thirty hit. You can't, be, you can't be doing. <laughs> is she still gonna have the green hair at thirty? Hope so. <laughs> still, you can still do three, three green hair at thirty. That's not crazy. Uh, Candace got Candace got silver hair. Whatever the hell she got. Oh, she was blonde before. I definitely think it was one of those spontaneous uh uh what is it, pandemic hair dyes? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, fuck it, why not? Um for for the most part, I don't see anybody in the position to take it off Shotzi Blackheart and Ember Moon. So 
I mean, what happens after this, I have no idea. So I'm not really excited for <laughs> what's to come. Like it's all a, it's all a mystery at this point. Probably some multi-woman type deal. They might they might run it back with uh, Indian Candace if they want to. Um, but I will say. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what else they're gonna do, nigga. Because it's it's been because uh, I think somebody pointed out like Shashi Blackheart and Ember, uh, Shashi Blackheart and Candice Array has been feuding like since like September. You know, so that's kind of mm. <laughs> that is true. or like it's been like five months or nah, like, when, yeah, when when did she run the tank over? When was uh, that? That was that was a long oh time. yeah, that was like oh, almost shit. all the way like last year. Shit. Yeah. Hey man, I'm tired. <laughs> this is like when uh, Seth Rollins and Rey Mysterio was like feuded forever, even after he lost. After the eye. an eye came out, that's the wild part. <laughs> that should be the deciding finish. <laughs> I ripped your eye out, man. But, <laughs> <Not> one. <laughs> um, you know I me, mean? but we'll we'll see what's to come. I I can't think of any other tag teams that can possibly like spring up currently. So we we'll just have to see. Especially with like Raquel Gonzalez now being the, you know, the women's champion now, you mm-hmm. officially lost the tag team. I mean, I mean, her Dakota can still work. I I know they can still work, but and that'll stop a feud, you know, a singles feud. I don't, it's weird. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't see. Oh, you mean, yeah, it's just, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I feel like she's just in the like ninety, like ninety five Diesel spot basically. Yeah, like, that's how I feel. The um, heater that becomes world champion before the like workhorse that they're protecting, or whatever. Yeah, which is extra weird that like Sean works down there and he's just like, oh, I don't know what this happened to me and my best friend. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this would be a hey great man. angle. <laughs> I just remember something the other day, man. <laughs> you remember you 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 remember when I did this? Yeah, let's just do it again, man. It was great. It worked, I mean, fuck it, it. history repeats itself, right? Yeah. I mean, at least he's not backstage telling me to take somas and stuff. I mean, I guess it's just restores. Yeah. So that's good. Hey, man, Dakota, just snort this real quick, man. It did wonders for me. Look where right I'm at now. Match. Yeah, uh, but next match we got Jordan Devlin versus Santos Escobar for the Cruiserweight Championship, a ladder match. Which uh, they, they didn't get too wild with the with the ladders. I, I definitely the standard NXT stuff, you know, fall off the ladder into the next ladder and it breaks. Yeah, that's is that is like as far as it like went. But I thought it was a really solid match from the entering stuff. Beautiful, beautiful. That was really solid. Mm-hmm. Oh, go ahead, man. Go ahead. No, 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 that wasn't really a good music. I thought it was really <laughs> solid. I just felt like I don't care about Jordan Devlin whenever I see him. I always see like him as like, you know, in Street Fighter, there's like the characters that like aren't Ken and Ryu that wear the same gi, like Dan or something. I feel like, <laughs> oh, like, Devlin is like he's like Finn Balor's Dan, where I'm like, oh, okay, like I could be watching oh, Finn Balor oh. right now, but this dude's here. I just never got into him in his weirdly sized head, but uh, I thought the match was good. Um, yeah, it was okay. I liked it. Yeah, um, I I appreciate Devlin's work. I watch because I watch. I don't know if you guys watch UK as much as I do. I watch UK every week. He hasn't really had a a bad match in a long time. Mm. Um, so I was excited for the match. Uh, what did I give the rating? Let me see what I gave it for a rating because you know oh, I, okay. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I gave it. I get. I gave it a four at the time. So I was feeling it when I watched <laughs> at, it at, at the time. That's, that, they look, how, how you feel? How you feeling right now after hearing somebody else's opinion about it? <laughs> I don't know. That's why. That's why I do it immediately after I watch the match. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but I, I, I did like the match. I, I just didn't think it was like anything extravagant. I, I you definitely. Why, oh, go ahead. You know why? Because we expected it to steal the show, and it didn't uh, steal the show. Yeah. That's the problem. I think we that's ex- it. Yeah. We expect. We expected. We had really high expectations for that match, and then. 
it yeah. was like it was and, good it was just like, yeah it was good weird. but like it was not gonna be the co-main event or whatever yeah. the or either main events really yeah especially because you know the match after that right uh but yeah santos escobar our cruiserweight champion i don't know what the hell they're gonna do with devlin after this i don't know if he goes back to uk or if he stays it, it is what it is i can't acknowledge that jordan devlin has been having really good matches on nxt uk from what i've seen but you know i'm just way more invested in Santos. for sure absolutely it, he's just so much cooler than you <laughs> like he's fucking straight rad. up yeah but uh next match we have johnny gargano versus bronson reed for the North American Championship. A lot of people are upset about this, but Gargano's just a really good wrestler and we're just gonna we're just gonna have to hold that. <laughs> he don't need that belt, man. He could Yeah, look, he don't need that. He belt. don't need it, bro. Look, I Bronson showed out though. I think that was a really good match, mm-hmm. good good coming out match for Bronson Reed. Um, but yeah, uh I, I gotta agree. I with the you know the with the internet, I think they they did the wrong uh, decision this time. I think it should have been Bronson Reed to win the belt. Mm-hmm. Gargano does not need that belt. He can have a banger at takeover without the belt. It's and, not necessary. And I, I think he has. In the That's battle. what I'm saying. He had one with Balor. They didn't. There were no belts on that. I don't think there was any belts for that match. No. Uh, yeah, it, it's very confusing. Just like when we talked, uh, what we talked about on the night one episode is just like. Who's taking it off him? Because now, you know, with Gorgano still having that title, you, like, it doesn't fix the issue that Gargano doesn't have the title because, like, you have so many men on the card just floating around not doing anything. So it's just like, wh- what's going to happen? Like, what's coming from the North American Championship? This- well, I feel like that title got, you, I mean, I could be wrong, but I feel like that title was designed so that all the guys who weren't the top guys would have something to do. Yep. And then they and gave it, it to the top guy. <laughs> and then they gave it to, like, a former top guy. And then, like, there's just this whole pool of dudes on NXT that are all, like, pretty good or, like, solid or whatever and have potential but, like, aren't really doing shit or not really connecting quite right. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was so strange to just throw them all in this big gauntlet night one, have one of them come out, and then still lose to Gargano. It was just – I feel like those, that entire class mm-hmm. tier of guy there, I don't know what you do with those dudes. Do you know what I mean? Like, because none of them really seem, like, main roster bound – but they're not really advancing. Like this is like they're there, and I felt like mm. that should just be their belt. That should be the guys in the corner belt. Like let them do this early on the card, you know, like the TV title or whatever. But mm. I don't know, they, it's strange. And then they had this thing. Well, you know, they wrote the thing where it's just like, oh man, like I only have like twelve hours to prepare, and it was just like, well, shit. It, it looks like you you adjusted very well. You know, I, I definitely think that Bronson Reed could have came out of this and still feuded with Johnny and be like, let me get my rematch. You know, only had like, you know, a certain amount of time to prepare. And then Regal just goes, all right, man, I give you 48 hours. And he's just like, oh, no, what? And then, you know, like, <laughs> and then we just move on after that. But, uh, or ho- however, from fucking uh, Friday to like 70, uh, 72 hours, whatever. I don't know math, man. I'm not doing the math. <laughs> <laughs> But like, it was cool seeing Johnny work in that weird way, though, because, like, mm-hmm. him doing heel work against a guy, like, twice his size and stuff was very, like, it kind of reminded me a little bit of, like, the HBK Vader series from back in the day. Mm-hmm. But, like, how that match actually was, where HBK was, like, in real life a heel and Vader was, like, a big old baby. <laughs> so, yeah. actually working the match that way was interesting to see, but it just didn't, I don't know, it didn't, like, fully click for me. I, I, I just kept thinking, like, how much more fun it would have been if they had had Gargano go against somebody like Kushida again or something like that, like, run that match back, but... Mm-hmm. It was good. I, I think um, 
Gargano Grimes would have been really great, but that would have been really fun, yeah. But or or have him run the match again with uh Sword of Scott, but it it is what it is, you know, heel versus face, standard stuff. I what I really liked about this match was it's very different from the talk uh Tommaso Ciampa and Walter match where, you know, Tommaso Ciampa was really chopping away at like the legs and the hands, but here you just see Gargano just like, oh, I'm just gonna attack your ribs, liver shot, you know, yeah. just like just bodying his like uh abdominal region, and I, I thought that was cool. That was very different. That's, uh, so that's I, I bet me. I bet you they talked about it. Like, look, if you're gonna do that, I gotta do a whole different match the next day. Like, what's uh, what you doing? You doing the chop down? <laughs> I'm, I'm doing. The- <laughs> I could I could only imagine that's what they did. Yeah. You know, or, or 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 just like all right, we got to do something different. Yeah, <laughs> how your ribs feel, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, just so I I I thought that was really cool. The the double uh, slingshot DDT, I thought I thought that was a really nice finish, very decisive. But we we will have to see what happens Tuesday, man, or, or what's coming up for the future of NXT. It's gonna be interesting. That whole that whole like you said, Don, like that whole that whole mid card, it just kind of like stuck it's so there there's like five guys and it's like it's like, like five or one like because we still don't know what we're doing with kushida even you after know? takeover we don't know what the like where does he what, go from there is this what, what the hell we we're doing with la knight loomis roger yeah. strong grime swerve leon ruff like there's like at least like eight people that were just like okay so what what are we doing here like we got to establish you know some sort of like what is it promotion or like growth you know like i definitely yeah. think that cameron grimes definitely got his character going but it's just like all right but like he's still like in the same stagnant spot but we'll see how it goes uh yeah. tuesday oh, before we go any further we got we, we got a, a takeover crowd shot oh yeah uh who who was it i i missed it gable stevenson um minnesota amateur wrestler um yeah i guess he's good for friends with brock yeah, I, I keep seeing him and Brock pictures, so I was just like, "All right, Brock, yeah. baby." Um, I haven't seen. I, I don't know anything about amateur wrestling. I saw a clip of him doing a a, a handspring backflip after a match. So, I mean, he's somewhat of an athlete. It seems like. I mean, <laughs> uh, somewhat of an athlete. He, he he looks. Hey, look, he looks like a WWE superstar. I believe he's only like twenty years old or like twenty one. He's really young. So, Brock, I think, Brock, I, Brock baby, Bray. He, he might be baby Brock, man. He's uh hanging with staff. I guess he's with them all. He could be with them all weekend for WrestleMania as well. I believe he is a fan of wrestling, like WWE. So it might be. He he does want to do Olympics though. I I do remember him saying he wants to do the Olympics. So it might not be now. Kurt, Kurt Angle, baby. <laughs> Let's so go. It, it might not be now, but I I'm pretty sure we'll see Gable Stevenson in the future. All right, uh, that's cool. I'll be looking forward to him in whenever he debuts, probably in like two years from now, <laughs> or depending how good he is uh, in the PC. But uh, I have I have the order listed different, but I'm gonna go uh, by what happened on the show first. So Finn Balor versus Karrion Cross for the NXT Championship. I'm 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 sad it had to happen, but. This this doesn't have to be the end. <laughs> I I thought this was a very interesting match. How did y'all feel about it? I don't know. I, it was a good match. I thought it was 
probably the best cross match I've ever seen, I guess. Uh, I didn't think it was quite the caliber of like Balor's other recent title defenses. Like, I, like right now, Balor is like better than he's like literally ever fucking been in his entire career. Like, ever. I've never liked him this much. Like, it, when, when he was in New Japan, I wasn't this crazy about him. When he came to WWE, we didn't really care that much about him, to be entirely honest. I always liked him, but I wasn't like, now I'm just like, this guy is like fucking clicking so well. So, a part of me is just like, just keep doing this shit. Just keep, just keep the belt in him for the year. I don't fucking care. But I understand why they did it. And it at least kind of showed us that Cross can like, has more versatility than we maybe thought before. So maybe he'll be good or fun. I still don't care about him on any level. And I don't really want to watch that guy wrestle more. I would have been so much more stoked if they were like, he's going to be on Raw next week fighting Bray or something. And you never have to pay attention to him again. <laughs> that would have been great. But no, that was a fun match. Him and Cor- him and Corbin, man. I see the vision. Uh, <laughs> him and him and Corbin, LA Knight and Corbin. Those those are the future right there. But yeah, I would agree. Like this is for sure the best uh, carrying cross match uh, I've seen in a very long time. You know, he has these really good matches, but I always care about you know the person that he beat way more than I care about him. Like yeah. I care about Keith Lee way more. I cared about Ciampa way more. I cared about Santos Escobar, uh, Escobar way more. And I care about Finn Balor way more than I care about Karrion. You know what the problem is with the Karrion Cross? I feel I like, I understand why they pushed him so hard. It's just that like, we still don't, we don't really know anything about Karrion Cross. Like they haven't really fleshed out his character enough for me to, like you said, for me to even care about him being the champion. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what this guy is. I just know he's this creepy dude with a hot wife that, you know, beats dudes yeah. up. Uh, th- this is it's definitely, like, the ICW booking is just like, this dude is strong, so therefore, yeah. no. no. And, like, that's it. It's, all right, strong man wins. But, like, this is a carny event, <laughs> you know? Like, let's they do the seem to be They do seem to be softening the character a little bit. I mean, yeah, the character, but, like, making him actually seem like a real, like, a normal person. Like, I feel yeah. like the cross that came in at NXT, we never would have seen footage of him in a gym. We just would have assumed that, like, <laughs> he just grew he his just came out of a fucking vat like yeah, that or something. Like, he some broke out of, thing. like, the Weapon X program or whatever. <laughs> but, like, here it was like, oh, no, he has to, he also has to work out. Just, like, he's a person. He's a human he's being. Just, he's you know? just yeah. like you. And he, he cares about his wife just like you. And yeah. Like, <laughs> like, if they just make him, like, a murderous wife guy, like, that's a fun, that's a gimmick that works. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it worked for Macho Man. Um, you know, like... <laughs> You know, so I, I could be into it. I just remember, I mean, I was so bummed. Because the whole time I was like, well, I know they're not going to do it. I know we're going to get more Balor as champion. And I was like, oh, they fucking did it. Oh, shit. Now I got to, like, yeah, process right? this. <laughs> that's, that's, that's literally, like, how the whole team. I'm, like, I'm, I'm still in, like, the grief, grieving period. I'm like, I'll accept this later. Maybe by uh, Tuesday I'll be in the mood. <laughs> well, we, we'll see what goes moving forward. But, like, I definitely liked when he was being more humanized during the, um, the Santos Escobar program. And now, right after that program, he just, like, kind of went back to the same carrying cross that he always was. Except, like, now he's, like, wearing a button-up in Chino, you know? Uh, Shout-out to Emilio. But, you know, <laughs> I, I, I'm I, on a wait-and-see, you know? I'm always open to being impressed. So we'll see what comes out of this whole thing on Tuesday, especially, like, whatever Finn Balor does. Pete, Pete Dunn was tweeting spicy about, like, oh, uh, you know, TikTok and I was just like we could all we could all tweet but I'll take it with a grain of salt you know Ooh, I could tweet I'll, it but I'm not gonna I would be like there. that though that'd be really nice uh, oh yeah that'd done. be cool 
But I don't want to see Pete Dunne lose again like that. Because you know you're going to lose. I don't <laughs> want to see him Whoa, lose. whoa, whoa. Lose again? My, my, he rarely loses. No, I'm, he talking just about, be- I'm, talk, I'm talking about the title matches. I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> hey, man. He beat, he beat Kushida for shit. It don't make no goddamn sense to me. So... <laughs> Kushida would have took that one, uh, that win, and went to the end, uh, the North American title scene. Pete Dunne took the win and wanted to go fight Cross. So just hold that. <laughs> right. Uh, I, we'll see what happens. Like, uh, they they didn't really leave, you know. They they definitely left us wondering. There is not a clear message that came out of this takeover, so that's why there's a, just a lot of this shit. We'll see on Tuesday. We'll see on Tuesday. <laughs> that's all you can do. Like, I. I can't, I can't, I can't fantasy book with, you know, this open endedness. So let's get into what I think is the main event, no matter how they try to word it. <laughs> Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly in an unsanctioned street fight. I like it. <laughs> All right, I'm going to be a little controversial here. I like the match. I gave it a 4.5. I would have gave it a five, but they should have cut like 10 minutes of that match. I didn't need all that. I didn't. But I'm also notorious for hating long matches. I hate any match over 25 minutes. I hate it. I don't want to like. I can't can't fight that. They they, like, like they lost, like the beginning was hot. And then like, they lost me in the middle for a little bit. And I think once they got back to the the spot, the the Taz, Bam Bam Bigelow spot, that's when I was back in it again. That mm-hmm. and, the, and the chain clothesline spot that was that was insane, but um, got me back in. I mean, I'm not gonna. It was a it was a good match. It's Kyle O'Reilly, it's Adam Cole. You know what they're gonna do? It's an NXT main event. I understand it's gonna be 40 minutes, 40, 50 minutes, whatever the hell it was. Yeah, it was a blood <laughs> feud. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> it, it very much reminded me of uh the New Orleans um Champa and Gargano, you know. Hard hitting. I would. I, I would say this match is better than that match, but uh, I, I think the the Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa match is much more violent, mm, which okay. I which I would have expected from these two. I would say this is like kind of like vintage Adam Cole in NXT, where this is very similar to the match that he had with Adam uh, Alistair Black in Philly, I believe. Mm, yeah. So, um, I, I did was not. Cool. I was not a big fan of that entire. Gargano Champa feud and stuff like their matches. I was I was like one of the people who was like whining about how long they were and all that different stuff. I just I didn't connect to it at all. But I actually thought this match it could have been more violent. Obviously, it could have been a little bit shorter. Obviously, I guess. But I really liked something that, that I just never see that much in wrestling anymore, and I don't know why. Is like when two dudes are having like a blood feud, and the match starts, and they're doing like collar and elbow tie ups. I hate that. You know, I hate, I hate that shit. Like when the fucking Bucks and um uh MJF and Chris Jericho and MJF and Chris Jericho did that shit and they're like, this isn't gonna be a match, it's gonna be a fight. You hurt our dad. And then it was like you hurt my dad, so I gotta do a 450 and the kickflip yeah, off the yeah. ropes. And it's like stab him. <laughs> I, he hurts I, your father, stab him in the ribs. So yeah, the fact that this mean, match started off just right into the fight, I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like they actually grabbed me enough in the beginning that I was willing to put up with whatever for the rest of it until someone was almost dead. And the fact that when it was over, they both looked dead, I was like tight. Yeah, yes. sick. <laughs> Violence. Because <laughs> I don't know, so many so many modern guys do like bloody, hardcore, whatever type matches nowadays. And it's just like goofy spots, goofy spots, they, like they, prepared. They still, they still gotta get their shit in. 
Yeah, but it's like it's like I, I, I it's, it, to me it's better if it looks like it's two guys who are going to try to kill one another because there's no other option, you know. And like they definitely sold that for me that like exactly. when it was over, I was peace, like, yeah, peace is no longer an option. We must yeah, kill it's just like I, <laughs> someone's gonna die, you know. And, and I I love that, so I was like, all right, cool. I did think it was kind of weird when we got to the finish how long they lingered on O'Reilly on the ramp because I kept thinking there was gonna be some kind of angle. I was like, but I, I'm like, who would it even be? So I, the, instead of my, ending on this really powerful note, I was just like, so what's happening? What's happening? What's happening? Yeah, oh, it's over. My, my first thought was Roger Strong. And then he just like put the hand, put the fist up like Diesel. I was just like, yeah, Black Power. Shout out to Kyle O'Reilly, man. You know, my first thought was I was watching because he was like, he was like walking backwards. I was like, please don't walk backwards into that hole in the ground. You were getting kind of close. I was like, please don't walk backwards into that hole in the ground. That could be so embarrassing. But uh, oh, no. now that you said that, though, cause, you know, we're so uh, accustomed to uh, not accustomed to it. We're always weary of the fact that, you know, just because that little logo on the bottom right corner pop up, it don't mean now anything. we know it doesn't mean anything. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, it don't mean like, nothing. Uh, what is it? The the Tommaso Ciampa when, when he hit him in the back with the crutch when, when yeah. the logo popped up, like the, Ke- Kevin the show's Kevin- the, sh- the show's not over because it says it's over. Yeah, the Kevin yeah, Owens betrayal basically like irreparably broke us now. So yeah, we're I'm always like, waiting I'm, for like I'm ready for whatever. <laughs> Uh, just, just you were just ready to see Roger Strong just come and just break his spine. Yeah, something. Uh, I wonder where I'm curious to see what they're gonna do with Roger Strong because they had him just go, nah, fuck it, I don't want a North American title. <laughs> and I was yeah. just like, that's kind of some serious shit. Like your ambitions for gold is dead now, and you're not gonna follow up. Yeah, right. You know, and, and I feel like Roderick would be good in the North American title slot because he could have really good matches with all those other guys and mm-hmm. like help them look good and stuff. Like it's kind of what let, he let, should be doing, you know? Yeah, like let, let, Roderick let, Strong is kind of like he's kind of like our like Arn Anderson kind of. You know what I mean? And like back yeah. in the day, they would throw the TV title on Arn and Arn would wrestle whoever, and it was mm-hmm. always good. And that was like his spot. I don't know what the hell you do with him otherwise, unless you put him back let, in like a new tag team or something. Yeah, right. Um. Let let Roger Strong get that two time North American Championship accolade on his belt, and then it's like I, I feel like it, it probably wouldn't be as fun as Gargano, but I think it would. Uh, I think we would get a lot of stellar matches out of it. So, two sides of a coin, both beneficial. But before we leave, I didn't ask this question last uh, last recording, but how do y'all feel about fans returning? Because when they chanted, we want tables, I was just like, man, COVID, I'm going to need you to do your thing. <laughs> <laughs> I got to be real. I, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm so excited for Mania tonight and tomorrow night because it's been so long since we've heard mm-hmm. real wrestling with a real crowd. Not like a like a hushed New Japan crowd, like a real crowd. And I'm, I'm yeah. so stoked for that. But there were multiple moments. Like, I heard fight forever. And I just like, my flight or flight response kicked in. I was just like... <laughs> Uh, I swear to God, you motherfuckers! I, I, <laughs> I, I, was, I forgot about that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was talking. I was talking to Justin and Mark uh, about it, and uh, basically, I just was just like, "Oh, you're just bitter. That's why you don't want fans to come back." And then I was just like, "All right, let me be open to it." And then I heard both these guys, both That's, these uh, guys, and I was just like, "Let me just turn my TV down." <laughs> I hate. I mean, people chant whatever they want to chant. I get it, but just, yeah. like, in the last several years, every year, it, wrestling fans make me more sick. Of wrestling, <laughs> especially NXT. I don't know. I thought maybe if they get a full sale, it wouldn't be as obnoxious. But it's, yeah. it, you could you could but, take the NXT out of full sale, but you can't take the full sale out of NXT. Yeah. 
yeah. I just I, I hate I hate fight energy. forever. I hate both these guys. I hate like just fucking just bo- cheer or boo. Just cheer or boo or say someone's name or don't. It doesn't have to be any of this other extra I, shit. The first time fight forever was ever implemented, I think that was the most natural attempt of it because it was when I first heard it. It was for Sami Zayn and Nakamura. And yeah, I for right. sure wanted that right. shit to go forever. <laughs> that was like in that, and I mean that match doesn't really kind of hold up the way it did, but that that night that was like amazing. Yeah. But I've heard it in like forty fucking matches since. I've heard it on like random Don't. TV matches on Dynamite, and I'm like, yeah. really? Yeah, literally, there's going to be a commercial break. They cannot fight forever. <laughs> yeah, and, and and they do it for some of the worst matches I've seen. Yeah, we're we not gonna get we're not gonna get into that, but. Uh, it, it was it was nice for fans to come back. I'm glad everybody can enjoy their time at um, you know Tampa and all that. But hey, shut up, man! <laughs> Just stop talking. <laughs> uh, do y'all think we're gonna uh, they're gonna keep fans going into Tuesday or you know even after they leave like the Rick J- or you know Mania seasons uh, basically yeah. over? I think fans are back for good in, in the CWC. I don't know about main roster. I think CWC. I think they're I think they're in there. For sure. I'm curious, like, how do you implement fans into the Thunderdome? I don't, I mean, you could <laughs> have them sit on the TVs. <laughs> I don't know what you're going to do. I don't know how they, I don't know. But I, I think TWC I think for cool. sure. CWC, okay. yeah, whatever the extra risers they put up, that's, I think that's staying. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that is our episode. Mania will be starting in kind of like five, five hours, four or five hours. Well, pre shows at pre shows at seven. I'm gonna watch it. Look, I'm gonna tell you something about WrestleMania. It don't matter how bad the build is, whatever. Mm-hmm. Bunch of matches I don't give a fuck about. As soon as that morning, I feel like a kid on Christmas every WrestleMania morning <laughs> every year. It don't matter, bro. It could be the worst card. I'm 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 hyped. I'm excited for it. I watched yeah. a little video. Did you see the uh, setup for the? Uh, oh, uh, fire, fire the cannons, boy! I oh, was hyped, I was hyped as fuck for that. <laughs> dog, they had a whole LED panel up on the whole upper deck of the stadium. That shit's about to be crazy. Like, I can't wait to see how that looks when, like, when you know, when Sasha comes out or Bianca. Mm-hmm. Uh, fantastic. So before we go, what are y'all looking forward to the most on Mania? Doesn't matter which uh, night. Just, just throw out whatever. I mean, for sure, Bianca and Sasha main eventing night one. That's just like, mm-hmm. I don't even care if the match somehow turns out to be dog shit somehow. Because who? I don't give a fuck. This is just a tight <laughs> thing that's happening. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm also really weirdly looking forward to Cesaro Rollins because I just th- I think that a lot of matches that maybe don't have the best build, or the best story, or the best drawing, whatever, it's everyone's first time wrestling in front of twenty thousand people in over a year. So like, I think certain matches are just going to hit because these guys. Are going to be so excited to have a crowd again, you know? So like, mm-hmm. it's just going to be good. Uh, what What about you, Paul? Um, I'm looking forward to Drew and Bobby, but not because of the actual matches, because that's going to be the first match. I want to see. Yeah. What, I, I want to see what kind of energy is going to be, you know. But out there, I think he's going to. I mean, I'm sure the match will be fine. I think Drew has been wonderful these last six months or so. Mm-hmm. Um. Besides that, Cesaro, Seth, I want to see if Cesaro shows up. This is his moment, if you, you know what I mean. <laughs> R- R- Rollins, Rollins got to. Uh, this is it. He got, he got to put in the good word, man. Let me lose. This, this, Vince, this, please this, let this, me lose. This is it. Look, man, you better, you know, all this all this stuff the fans have been saying for years, you should be in the main event. You're a main event guy. This is it. You better show up. That's all I'm saying. Because if you're oh, not, yeah. you're, you can be a whole lot of I told you so from the uh, from the office. <laughs> um. 
I think Rhea Oscar will be fun. I, the build's been basically nothing, but I'm uh, well, there, there, there's a clear reason why. Yeah, there, there's okay. reasons, and like the train has been off the tracks, barrel rolling and multi-track drifting all over the place. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Loki, think about how we got here. First of all, uh, Lacey gets Austin. pregnant. Yeah, Charlotte. Well, Char- Charlotte might have got pregnant. We don't even know since she wasn't. <laughs> Oscar got her teeth knocked out. Re, I don't. It's just this has been so many fucking things to get to this point. I'm I'm even shocked there is a Raw Women's Title match at this point because this is <laughs> a mess they, to they, get here. They they had to put whatever on and they said, "Ain't no way in hell we put in uh, Peyton Royce Peyton? on that." You shit. want Peyton on the? Ro- <laughs> <laughs> they said, "Hell Good. no." Good. <laughs> um. For me, I would say I'm looking forward to the triple threat match for the uh, SmackDown uh, championship. That should be great. I'm shockingly, I'm looking forward to see how the fans react to like some of the lower card matches, like Mm. the the match for the women tag titles, you know, Um, may, I I feel like for Rollins and Cesaro, they're going to be hot as hell, but like for you know the the lower card matches like I think I think they're gonna go up for everything just because it's wrestling yeah my fans I don't I, I don't but think like, anything that they get like shit no so, I think I just think people are gonna be like I just to see wrestlers like there there there's gonna be like no burnout for like a four hour show yeah I don't think, they're gonna think be that'd burnout. be hard you maybe know? tomorrow but I think for tonight <laughs> it's, it's gonna be something special yeah uh, all all interesting stuff. Looking forward to Mania. Should be starting soon. I don't know what I'm gonna do. To I'm probably just gonna take a nap and like <laughs> and just wake up like right before the pre-show starts. But yeah. thank you to everyone who is a patron. You get this episode first. Uh, everybody else, you will be getting this on a uh, on a Monday. If you're a patron, you heard it. So I guess you don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to uh, shout out to everybody that um that subscribed. Uh, it's really good to see all the support and love that we're getting. Thanks, Dom, for coming on. Hopefully, Thank you for having me. Hopefully, I can get you on spot callers and we could talk about all sorts of weird stuff that is out there. That that oh, yeah. that is the that is the big plan. But now now that the Patreon's back up, we can finally move on this whole thing. So, any any anything you would like to plug? Uh, yeah, yeah, you guys can follow me on uh, on Twitter at new at all new dom, and then I'm on YouTube. My YouTube channel is called Armchair Tour. I put up videos like multiple times a week. Uh, do some freelance re- film reviews for Looper.com. So I'm all over the place. Mm-hmm. And you you'll be back on the returning movie podcast whenever uh, that comes back. I, I know the theaters are closing down. You know, late fees is a little rough. Um, but it, it'll, it'll be back soon. That's what I heard through the grapevine. So. Yep, that might be correct, yes. <laughs> so looking forward to that. Can't wait. Hey, anything you want to say, Quan, before we go? Nah, man, just uh, everybody enjoy WrestleMania. Hope everybody has a great weekend. Well, I mean, by the time y'all hear this, it'll be Monday for the, for the non-Patreon <laughs> listeners. But look out for the next episode of uh, War Report. Got a lot of things coming. It, it's going to be the first time. Uh, for NXT on Tuesday. And Yo, I'm so happy. I have, to I'm gonna I, have, I have no excuse to not watch Dynamite now because there's no competition. <laughs> well, well, look, I, I, no, I'm watching the challenge finale, finale this Wednesday, so oh, you already <laughs> that's, know. Coming, that's coming first. Dynamite got to come after. No, uh, 
ever ever since AEW has been slow to upload it to YouTube, it's been kind of pain. Like now, now they they used to have the show up at like one a.m. on a Thursday, and then I would like watch it all then, you know, binge it all then. But like now, it's a you get the full show at like four o'clock four o'clock on a Friday, and it's just like I already recorded the episode. Man. Yeah, it's too late, bro. <laughs> Stop putting this on my recommended. <laughs> but uh, shout out to uh, everybody. Have a good man your weekend. Be nice. Get vaccinated. All that.